The body knows how to heal. The heart knows how to heal. We just have to remind it. Welcome to the Aloha Friday podcast, coming from the Landsberg Law Office in the historic penthouse suite of the Executive Center in downtown Honolulu. Here we talk to the most interesting people we know, from current events to how they got to where they are to how they see the world. And now, your co-hosts of the Aloha Friday podcast, Marcus Landsberg and Naomi Cooper Christensen. Aloha. Hey, Naomi, how are you doing today? Yes. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing good. I think we're setting into a pattern with this. I feel like we're uh, starting to understand what we're doing for a second. <laughs> so forgive our other episodes, right? Leading no, no, no. That's a, that's a learning lesson. Those are like uh, the photos from college that you're embarrassed of now, but they were fun at the time. And we now have Rhonda with us. And- Aloha. Aloha, Rhonda. Thanks for uh, talking to us tonight. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on your, on your show. Thank you very much. Naomi, why don't you introduce us to Rhonda so uh, we can get to know who she is? We both used to date, um, and she was married to, Israelis, and uh, we no longer are with them, but we stayed friends. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, it was just uh, a few of us non-Israeli women with a whole bunch of Israeli men that hung out a lot together for a few years. And I learned a lot from her about uh, herbal medicine and natural healing. Um, She was a very special person. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Sarah or Naomi. That was wonderful. Um, yeah, so I've, I've been doing acupuncture for the past 15 years. And um, I was a professor for about six years of that, teaching acupuncture wow. and Chinese medicine. And um, it's, my, it's my ikigai. Do you know what an ikigai is? No, what's an ikigai? It's a Japanese word. An ikigai has four parts to it. It's something that you're really good at, that you okay. love doing, that the world needs and that you make money for. And wow. When you, can, when you can find those four qualities, um, they call it your ikigai and that's your purpose, like your life purpose that you do. And um, I don't know whether I found it or it found me, but yeah, I, I love, I'm passionate about um, I feel like I am a Taoist quantum acupuncturist, like an engineer for the mind, body, right. and spirit. I'm sorry. You got to break that down for me. What is that? A, a Taoist engineer acupuncturist? Taoist Dao- quantum. Quantum, I apologize. Yeah, so Taoist quantum. The Tao, they say, Lao Tzu says, the Tao that can be named is not the eternal Tao. Um Man follows earth, earth follows heaven, heaven follows the Tao, and the Tao follows what is natural. So the Tao is this flow, this way, it's the the natural way. Um, and once you try to name it, you've lost it. It it's you you it eludes you, and so you can't really put a finger on it. The quantum, I don't know if you know much about quantum, but the observer, however you choose to see something. It's okay. how it is. And so quantum is limitless. It's everything. And I find in my practice being, um, and I'm, I'm Taoist, I do practice that philosophy and some of the ritualistic things with Taoism. But, okay. um, but the Taoism, which is nothing, quantum is everything. And I incorporate that limitlessness in my treatments because um, ultimately, if we can grasp 
the vibration of what we want, then we can become and achieve that. So um, I, I work a lot with just with people feeling good and finding that space to feel good where there's no resistance and setting intention with that. So, yeah, I, I've seen um, amazing transformations in my clients and friends and self and the work that I do. And, yeah, that's, I mean, I can talk about acupuncture forever, pretty much. <laughs> Have you ever had acupuncture, Marcus? Okay, so I went to acupuncture one time because okay. uh, my wife talked me into it. My wife uh, demanded I go, so I said, okay, I'm open to that. I want to <laughs> be open to new things. I said, it's not what I would normally – I'm um, very closed off from people I don't know touching me generally, mm-hmm. let alone uh, needles or poking and stuff. So I – just because I'm like that. So I, I wasn't – psyched about it but she wanted me to go and i think i had some issues so we went and so uh the guy was really interesting he did the the and i don't mean to be disrespectful about it but i mean he did the one where he poked the needles at me uh-huh. he lit some uh something on fire on the end of a couple of the needles mm-hmm. and then he used um he had like a, a special finger that he used to poke me in or to prod me in particular places. And then he let me sit there for, I want to say, it, it seemed like eight hours. I don't know how long it was, but it seemed like forever. <laughs> and I remember while I was laying there, a feeling of just absolute anger. Like mm. I just, and, and I'm not remotely that type of person, but I remember like really wanting to kill somebody. Like I was going to stand up and like be, so, so I came to the conclusion that it's real that it can absolutely affect your emotions and that whoever I went to wasn't very good and he got me in the wrong place. So I don't know <laughs> See that you know if that's, that's the right outcome that I should have thought of, but that was the message I left with. And you tell me I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah. Well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. You need um it's like how massage therapy, everything's different, every person's different that you go to, you know? And so you want to go to an acupuncturist that really understands the chi. I, I call myself the chi ninja um, <laughs> because I tell people, and my treatments are long, Marcus. My treatments are like sometimes two to three hours long. Wow. Because I, first of all, I'm very, very poetic, <laughs> but um, I, I have people come in and I do a, a diagnostic and it's what all these mean? questions. So um, I ask a lot of questions about the eyes, the ears, symptoms, different things, everything from digestion to are your ears ringing? Do you have any numbness? What emotions are you feeling? Like everything that I can think of because the body has patterns of differentiation of symptoms. For example, people who are anxious, that affects the spleen energy. And we have other symptoms like dry lips or worry, feeling worried or fatigued muscles or um, poor digestion, poor appetite and soft stools. All these things are related to the spleen energy. And so we look for as like detectives asking all these questions. And then we look at the tongue. The tongue is like a map of the internal organs and it tells you what's going on inside the body. And then we feel the pulse and the pulse will tell you the state of the internal organs, like an MRI. And so being able to fine tune that. And then what I do is because I'm super empathetic, um, my whole journey in coming into acupuncture 
was because I, I am, I was so sensitive. I could, was feeling way too much and it was driving me crazy. And acupuncture and other practices taught me how to keep my energy in my hands and be able to feel, like I can feel what anger feels like in people. I can feel the quality of pain in people. I can find the stuck energy just by touching people. When you and, say you um, feel it, that's a like is that an inborn quality? Is that something you had to study? Is that I something think to be that, taught? No, I think that everybody has these qualities, but um I was born extremely sensitive and gotcha. I I learned how to hone in on it and be able to to utilize what was once the biggest challenge in my life as my greatest gift in my life. The and fact so that you were so empathetic was the biggest challenge. It was. It was. I I um I came into my empath when I was 19. I remember waking up one day just thinking, what the hell is going on with me? You know, and my journey to to understanding that, you know, it was like my own personal hell going through it, but wow. I um yeah, I climbed up tooth and nail. I I broke free and and um yeah so that's that's how i get to enjoy being so sensitive i love feeling and when i meditate on people after i get the diagnosis of how i see things i meditate on them and i put my hands behind the head and i kind of allow my energy to descend over my body and i can feel in my body what they're feeling and it's like plugging in i call it my rain man avatar moment but I just, I can feel them. And then I almost see the treatment just appear. Like um, the, I start calling out Chinese names of points and how I'm okay. going to map the chi because we have internal passageways. You know that you can treat the back um, using so many needles, but never putting one in the back because we can fine tune exactly where to heal a place deep within the body without ever touching that part of the body. It's amazing. Okay. Tell me how you figured that out. Well, I, I didn't figure it out. It's, um, it's mapped out with the Chinese meridians. This is thousands of years old medicine. But what I, what I understand is, you know, intention is everything. Intention is so powerful. And when I put the needles in, I make sure that everything feels good. It's so important. And I get the body's permission before I ever put a needle in. And then I tell them, you know, if it's not pokey, I'll put the needle and I'll tell them what the chi will feel like when it arrives. You'll feel something crawling down your leg or you're going to feel a grab or it's going to have like tingly sensation or a, a drop of electricity. I tell people what to expect. And if it's uncomfortable, to so please let me know because I absolve myself from anyone's suffering. So there's a pandemic of suffering happening right now and, and people are addicted to suffering. And so I absolve myself from the suffering. If they suffer, it's their choice because I check what in so many times. What do you mean? So you times. What's that mean? Be- Tell me what because that means. I, um, because I make sure on my part, I, every, the ego will tell you that you know better than another person's body. And so for me, I have seen and tripped over my ego so many times that if even one of my acupuncture needles is distracting or discomfortable, then um, 
that's my ego saying, I know better because the state of the inner being is peace and bliss and flow and ease and healing should feel good. Healing should feel good. So after I get all the needles in and nothing is even distracting, I cover the eyes and I put on binaural beats or um, specific frequency music that will resonate with the treatment. And I do a guided meditation. And for an hour, um, like 40 minutes to an hour, um, the person will either sleep or they float in what I call the bliss bubble where they don't know time, they don't know space, they feel heavy on the outside and light on the inside. And the chi, the, the chi finds and regains its natural flow to heal. And then the body um, finds its own rewiring and pathway because every time we have trauma, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual trauma, it scatters the chi and it disrupts that natural flow. But if you can allow the chi to flow in harmony in its natural state without resistance, without pain or distraction or discomfort, then um, it, it just, you just heal yourself. I don't heal anybody. The body knows how to heal. The heart knows how to heal. We just have to remind it. So I have witnessed this. I know this sounds like a lot, Marcus. I think you might be a little overwhelmed right now. Well, <laughs> but, um, but I have, I have actually experienced her telling me, you know, the, the needles going in here, um, like my leg or a part of my elbow or something and she'll say it's going to feel like a grab or it's going to feel kind of stingy or this one might tickle or this one's going to be tingly and it is exactly as she says which I thought was so interesting that she actually describes the way that it feels a needle is going into your body it doesn't actually feel like something's poking you it does feel instead like there's heat or there's like a resistance of a like something pulls it you really do feel that which I thought was so interesting I've had I've had other people give me some acupuncture treatments before Rhonda and they never described what it was going to feel like. And so I thought that was pretty interesting that she was so accurate. But I also think that has a lot to do with just um, her training. I don't know if you want to tell us a little bit about that, but China, right? 2007, you were gone for a while. Um, I was there for about 40, uh, 40 days, maybe in okay. China. Um, yeah, we went, all China? Through, we went all through China. We went through Beijing. Um, we started in Beijing. We were in Hong Kong. We went up to the north into like remote little places. And we saw a lot of acupuncture hospitals. And we um, not really interned there, but studied there with them. They taught us some things there and herbs. And, you know, we, we went to a Taoist festival and we had some one-on-ones with Taoist masters and it was really, it was really special to just see, you know, the different culture in China when we were over there and how and this- aggressive they are with their acupuncture. They're not gentle <laughs> in China. They're really not gentle. It's scary. But you know, Mark, with, with your experience that you had feeling anger, so emotions have different, um, they have different effects on the chi and anger raises the chi it it elevates the chi and so and that's all liver energy and um so tell me what that means when you say it raises my chi so so liver energy 
so the, the there's there there's seven emotions and they all have effects on the chi. Like worry knots the chi. It gets it all stuck in knots. That's why when people worry, they'll think themselves in circles. You know, sadness weakens the chi. Like people can be so sad they can't physically even get up out of bed. It physically weakens the chi and the immune system. Um, uh, anger raises the chi. So you know when people get angry, they get angry in their head. You know, their eyes turn red. They're sweating. It's like you, anger is a feeling you have in your head. We don't really have angry feet, if you think about it, right? We get angry and it raises up. And so the moxa that he burns is also heat. And that raises the chi too. And so adding that moxa was probably not good for you if you had some liver issue anyway, or the chi was going up. And so that it swept it all up um, to the upper reaches of your body and that, that anger that you're feeling. What you what could have been done instead, because I'm not a poke you, leave you kind of girl. I stay with Yeah, no, he left me for a while. <laughs> yeah, I stay with my clients and I can tell like where I need to put my hands because my hands are like magnets. And so if I put my hands on certain places, I can direct, that's when the fun begins. I can direct the chi to certain organs or, or areas of the body. And, um, and because you sat there for so long, it was building and your, your brain couldn't relax and you became even more disrupted and distracted by that you know and yeah that's exactly what happened yeah and you left feeling almost more agitated than not and that took away from all of the good healing that could have happened potentially in that treatment so when i've worked with Rhonda, mark i always walk away feeling like lighter like i lost weight and i always walk away feeling like i had I had equally a glass of tea and a glass of wine and I actually cry. I actually cry a lot because usually by the time that I get to her, I'm, I'm really stressed out. Like I should have seen her, you know, like three months before. <laughs> and then I'm finally so stressed out. I'm like, okay, yes. And I just fill out my story. And because she's so empathetic, I can tell her everything that's going on. She never judges. And that has a lot to do, I think, with why she's effective because I can tell her everything. And she's like, oh, you know, you're not going um, due to correctly then, and you're also Wait, not sleeping, right? You're also not sleeping. You're also, yeah. you also have this um, weird rash, then it's probably related to this versus if you can't open up to somebody and you can't tell them what's going on, then well, they, I they talk a lot. I don't have an internal dialogue. I realize this, right. whatever is in my brain <laughs> just comes out my mouth and, um, and I used to teach. And so I feel like empowering people to know, you know, it's not just let me put mysterious sharp objects into your body and leave you. Like I tell people what, why the name of the point, every acupuncture point is like a cave and the energies of the point are the spirit of the cave. And they all have personalities and things that they like to do and points that they like to hang out with. You know, I have a point called Superman or Batman and Grandma. Like, I've given them all personalities. And I, I explain why they have this and how it works. And by verbalizing the intention and the understanding, the body, the mind, the spirit can relax into um, its own understanding of what to do with the chi. 
and we all we all have this ability but i've you know i've been doing this for 15 years and i've come to the point where i love so like there's no separation between me and what i do you know and i love that i love that it's the ikigai find your ikigai you know wow it's amazing i hope uh... you i hope you want to try again one time mark you know i think that you would have such a beautiful different experience and um you know i'm super gentle (laughs) she is i think if there's one more thing to add on here that um you should know about Rhonda is that she taught me that when a needle is inside of your body and or in your skin and when you're trying to pull it out after you've had it sit there for a while if it's not releasing she lets it stay because she's letting your body still absorb whatever it needs to from that energy and if your body is your your skin has already softened and it kind of pushes the needle out where it's very easily um, you can just touch it and it'll just fall out. Then it's ready to be released. And well, I did not know that. Well, I mean, something like that, right? Yeah, something. If you take the needles out premature, it's like plucking an unripe fruit. But it hurts too if well, it's not it's ready. It's like plucking an unripe fruit. Like that's why people have to cook. You know, it's like you want you want to cook. You want it to savor, to marinate. You want your body to have time. You know, and people. People can't believe when they walk out and it's been like two and a half hours and they're like, where were they? You know, you're floating in bliss. Just bliss. <laughs> you know, but I growl. Oh, Marcus, I growl at people too. And I growl. Wait, what? I growl. I'm a growler because when I find resistance in myself too, um, and like I have no internal dialogue, I growl. I growl at Tell strangers. Me- like to strangers, you growl at? I growl. I growl at stoplights. I, when I have resistance in me, I just, if a needle doesn't want to go in, if I rest it and it feels pokey, and I don't put yeah. it in. And I, and I massage the area and I have them breathe and I rest it. If it feels pokey, I don't put it in. If, again, it doesn't feel pokey, I can't help myself. I growl. And then it goes in peacefully. And so um, we all have our own things that we do. Like I said, there's, there's, I'm quite eccentric but I'm really kind. <laughs> okay. But I, but I do growl. I do, I do have an occasional growl. I feel um, like this made a left turn. I was, uh, I was just getting used to. <laughs> no, it's a soft growl. It's like, spoken. we're coming to like the acupuncture this. time. And then, uh, oh, and oh I by sing. the way, and I growl I at strangers. I oh, but she's also. gentle. Don't worry. Don't okay. worry. Oh, I okay. sing. No, no, I sing too. Wait, like what? some points, some points have like their own theme song. You know, like if I don't get the chi, there's one that's called Zusanli Leg Three Mile. And when you can't go anymore, you put a needle in that point. You go for three more miles. And I call him Vitamin Chi. And I put the needle in, and usually you don't feel anything, but you have to pump it up a little bit to pump up the chi. And then if it doesn't work, I have to start singing, pump up the jam, pump it up while your feet are <laughs> And I tell you, I tell you, and then if it still doesn't work, I get to the chorus, I'm like, I don't want a place to stay, you know, and then I'll get the chi. And I, when I have a new client that doesn't even know that I sing, 
And they're just <laughs> a surprise. They're just as surprised as I'm like, well, that's how I get the cheat. I don't know what to tell you. Like I, it's alchemy. You know, we, you what we have alchemy. You know, I told Naomi I wanted musical guests on our podcast, but she didn't <laughs> tell me it was going to start tonight. <laughs> oh, I have I have very open minded friends, Marcus. I do. This is this is a special one. Like you, I, honestly, if you want to have a very uh, gentle but fun and exciting uh, experience that you won't be able to s- describe any other way but growling and singing, then you should definitely see Rhonda. No, she's she's really interesting. She's also blonde. You would think that um, with all of these experiences, I thought that she was like this. You know. Um, she would be a lot more, I don't know. I thought she'd be a little bit more eccentric looking and she looks like you grew up next door to her. There is, there is quite a surprise about Rhonda. Yeah. Um, I feel like my soul feels more Chinese than it does light. I look in the mirror. Yeah. Um, if someone wants to find Rhonda, why don't you tell us how we can find you you or her? People, people, you have to know someone to find me, you know, nobody, nobody comes to me unless they're ready. And I, I really just do word of mouth because, um, and, or, you know, sometimes they find me different ways, but I don't advertise so much what I do. And if, if people come, then, you know, I'm talking mind, body, spirit alignment. And so I just trust, I trust that, you know, the right people will come. When they're ready. Thank you so much, Rhonda. That was yeah. amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you, Naomi and Marcus, for having me on your show. And, you know, I do have a lot more subjects. If we ever want to talk more, I'm um, going to have you on my show. Have me on your show again. That would be lovely. I'm open to that. I think we're going to have to because this was a ride I did not expect to take when we started. <laughs> when we started, I expected one thing. And then when we ended, we had gone three different places that I had not expected to go. Oh, that and, is your night um, with Rhonda though. Let me tell you, like that is just not acupuncture. That's just her. You want to hang out with her for a day? Like you will not Don't tell me the rest. Let's save it for next time. You will not expect. Yes. Next time. Thank you very much, Rhonda. It's a pleasure to talk to you.